The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. This is part two of my ayahuasca journey. And if you haven't yet watched part one, Go back and watch episode 131 um, first, or go ahead and watch this one and go back and watch it later. But episode 131 was actually kind of the how-tos, you know, like what is ayahuasca, how does it work, um, you know, and how do you take it properly, and what kind of environment people should you be around, and what kind of a shaman should you get, and what type of medicine, and all that. This is my after-experiencing-it show. So... I went down, I got I had I had ayahuasca experience. It was freaking phenomenal. But one thing and it was life changing. It changed my life. It changed my life until still to this day it's changing my life. In fact, just going through uh, and creating notes on this and re-listening to these episodes, I I got right back into that vibrational frequency and I got a major lift emotionally, physically and spiritually. Just from going through this again, and I, I'm gonna, I want to do it again. Even though I'm working on my meditation practice and I want to be able to meditate and do it, I'm probably gonna do it at least one more time. Um, and I'm really excited about it. And what I'll tell you is that, for me, I was very, very, very clear on my intention, very clear on my intentions and what I wanted. And uh, pretty much everything that, especially, it was around me being adopted. That was pretty much the big part of it. That was my major intention, you know. Because again, I'll talk about it in this episode. But when when you're adopted, to do it properly, so um, you know, because you got this woman, she has a baby, and if you put the baby on the chest, the mom can get a super connection right there, and then she doesn't want to give give away the child. So a lot of times, like me, they'll just as soon as the baby comes out, the mother never even sees the child; it's whisked away, and it never gets to lay on the breast of its mother. It never gets to um, drink its mother's breast milk and get all those um, natural antibodies um, and load up your immune system for life. So not only did I miss out on a huge uh, emotional connection component that should not be overlooked at all and how important this is and how natural it is and it's a natural part of our evolution is also the, you know, just the breast milk and all the good stuff that comes in there and all the natural um, uh, seeding that takes takes place, especially that the, those... the beginning of that breast milk that's coming out to boost and strengthen the, the child's immune system. You're literally seeding your child's immune system for life uh, with breast milk. And, you know, um, from what I've learned, uh, you should breastfeed at least two years to, to develop those um, antibodies and all the immune response that, that's needed in children today and develop the gastrointestinal microbiome and the oral microbiome. And it's very important, that connection to the child. So I missed out on all that. Missed out. Just gone. Taken away. But that was part of my journey, right? So I was able to actually go back, and you're getting this story is going to blow your mind on how real this was for me. Um, I can still feel it today. It's it's just quite extraordinary. But then other things happened that I couldn't even have imagined. And all I can tell you is that, like the things that were happening, and that, that it was like I was actually so clear I was there. It was like time warped. I time space reality was different. During this process, it was amazing. Um, I did have some struggles the first night. I'm going to talk to you all about them. So let's just get into it. Let's just get into part two, my ayahuasca journey. Sit back, enjoy, especially for those of you that are thinking about doing ayahuasca or mushrooms or psychedelics. Um, hopefully this can open up uh, the door for you. I just want to make sure you're doing it right. You're doing it safely. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to recommend anything. It's just even though I do recommend it to anybody that wants to try it because it was life-changing for me, um, I, it was just awesome. So sit back and enjoy um, my ayahuasca journey part two. We are off, ladies and gentlemen, to the races another episode. 
Going to be a nice little follow-up to a previous episode of the Conspiracy Farm. Jeffrey Wilson rolling shotgun with UFC Hall of Famer Pat Milicic. What's up, Sensation? Hey, this is two days in a row that you and I have put together shows, but this is an important one. Yesterday was an important one. We've got a special guest back uh, after his weekend experience. It was sounds like one hell of an experience, so let's get started. Well, yeah, part one kind of was, um, you know, the pre- we were kind of doing the before and after. Obviously, our, our one of our you know head sponsors been with us since day one. Tim James, chemicalfreebody.com, chemicalfreebody.com, front slash farmer detox for just a, a litany of things for your gut health, ladies and gentlemen. Your gut health is just absolutely essential to your overall health. We talk about it in many of episodes, but tonight we're going to discuss and you know go back to kind of part one. Just a few weeks ago, it was about a month ago, we had Tim on before he went and had his ayahuasca ex- experience and then he is back tonight to say how it went and just kind of um if you're looking for more in-depth information on ayahuasca what it is exactly go back to kind of episode uh, you know a few weeks ago i forget which one it was 99 actually 100 wasn't it, it was episode 100. yeah 100 and so um to kind of get debriefed on that but timothy how you doing brother i'm doing really good guys and i am pumped and excited to share my experience on ayahuasca um I've been wanting to do this now for quite a few months, and uh, this is going to be awesome. So, you know, like when we went, you know, what what was your expectations? I know you kind of spoke on this in the other episode, but going into it, kind of encapsulating the before uh, mindset, et cetera, what were you thinking before going into this? Well, there were some things in my life that I, I wanted to release that uh, were, you know, kind of holding me back, I thought. I kind of felt that. And there were some things that I wanted to reaffirm in my life that I was doing. But, I, you know, when you get kind of caught in the day-to-day stuff with business and family and doing all these things, you kind of sometimes you lose your passion a little bit for what you're doing. And I got completely reinvigorated with that, um, with my message. And, um, and it's just, man, I'm just, I'm so pumped and excited to tell you all about this. It's like ridiculous. I, we couldn't even do this in like 10 hours. I mean, I could write like multiple <laughs> books, like a sequel on like this six hour experience on the second night. So, yeah. And this was, this was all recorded. <laughs> no, they, Pat, they Not, didn't let us. They we, didn't let you record it. We stressed no, that no. in that first part one to hopefully yeah. get it on video or in some way recorded, but whatever, as long as, you know, you remembered but, it, you recorded it in the annals of your history. Well, that's the thing is, do you remember every bit of it? I remember a lot of it, actually. I remember a lot of it. Yeah. Um, because I know a lot of people, um, including myself, I mean, there are bits and pieces and large chunks that you don't remember on um, some hallucinogens and things like that. I mean, when I was obviously younger in college, having eaten mushrooms and stuff uh, a couple times, I didn't remember a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I remembered quite a bit, which is- which I'm pretty excited about. Well, and as we spoke on in the last episode, you didn't necessarily go down to the jungles of Peru um, in a lot of different books and, and, and documentaries you see now. Ayahuasca is becoming so ubiquitous. You have a lot of people who are getting a lot of it shipped into the U.S. So if you don't mind, break down how that night went. How did that kind of shape up? Getting together with, your, uh, with other people, was, it, was the energy good with the people you were around? How did it all, how did it all play out? Yeah, so I went down there with my girlfriend, Rebecca. She'd actually had done ayahuasca 18 times, so she had a lot of experience. Like I said, she was kind of like a practicing shaman, so that made me feel real comfortable. Um, The shaman, we actually had two shamans at this one, which was really neat, so we had two. And uh, one of the gals personally had taken ayahuasca over 400 times, and just she's been doing, I don't know, like 20, 30 years almost every month doing an ayahuasca ceremony. So we were working with um, uh, someone that had a lot of experience that has actually been in the jungles for you know 15 days at a time and doing this stuff and actually has a personal relationship with the women down, uh, the local indigenous people that are making this stuff. And she was explaining it to us like these women have so much, they put so much love and heart and soul. They have like 11 of these big, huge vats, like big, huge steel vats and they're and they're slow brewing it's like a it's like a 24 day process and they do it right and they they sit there and they they have people stirring it for like 11 days nonstop like 24 hours a day doing shifts slowly slowly breaking it down so it, it it's it's gets it down into more of a paste and and so it doesn't burn it and they're chanting and praying and and doing all this stuff um, to the medicine so i mean it's just it's completely pure 
It's from the local plants, from those indigenous people. And so I felt really good about, you know, I think it was in the right place at the right time to do this because there are a lot of places out there and people have to be careful where people just say, I'm a shaman and they get some of this stuff and it's not quite as, you know, what it's supposed to be. And I've talked to quite a few people since I've, you know, been thinking about doing this and heard some people say, I didn't really have a good experience at all or I didn't really feel much or, you know, this and that. And I learned a lot. And that's, I want to kind of clear the air and explain that tonight so that people make sure that when they're doing it, you have to find somebody that's like living it and breathing it and, um, and uh, is getting really good pure medicine. That's very so important. I, I want to ask, you know, how much does it cost for an Iowa ayahuasca weekend? It depends. It depends on where you go and who you're well, doing I mean, it with. Well, I mean, you know, give us give us what what it cost it, you. It, it, well, for me, it was like I got kind of the bro deal, so it was like four hundred bucks, right? Okay. Which is like nothing, you know. But most of these things are a thousand to you know, it could be more twenty five hundred bucks. And a lot of people, that's totally worth. I mean, I would have paid four thousand. I would have, geez, I mean, maybe I'd have paid forty grand for this experience because uh, it was so life changing for me. But um, a lot of people would like to do it, but they don't want to, you know, get in an airplane, which is not a big deal, but fly down to the jungles and be bit by bugs all the time and be out there. It's scary and they don't know. And, you know, so having it in a place in the States where it's in the comfort of somebody's home and it's all set up and there's bathrooms and you have your own bed or you're sleeping in a tent outside. Uh, We actually had one guy, he actually slept in the field behind the house in the grass. That's just, he threw a sleep bag out there and he did that was pretty cool. But we, uh, my girlfriend, I had a tent. And we got to sleep under the stars, which was super cool. But, um, yeah, so the prices can range depending on where you're at, accommodations, and what they're charging. So I, I want to go – I want to start from the very beginning, the moment you started feeling it, or the prep work that they did with you, what they told you uh, before going into this whole whole thing and and kind of kind of lead us through it. Yeah, so uh, first thing, which is a big thing, which, as you know, is one of my main focuses, is helping people, you know, solve their gut issues and get on a good, clean diet, living foods, raw foods, you know, healthy stuff, fresh, you know, fresh veggies and that kind of stuff. So the diet is, you know, there was no spices a week before, um, no fermented foods, no vinegar, which is pretty easy for me, no salt, uh, which I don't do a lot of salt anyway. And they just want you to be as clean as possible because what what I noticed in the group is when people were taking the medicine, the ones that were the most unhealthy, they were the ones that were really purging and throwing up a lot and it was a lot deeper. And, you know, some of it was could have been their health stuff working its way out, but there could have been also purging deep emotional traumas as well. But it just seemed like the people that were the least healthiest had the, the deepest purges. In most cases, Code Brown, but not or... not all cases, because there was a guy next to me who was pretty healthy and skinny and looked pretty good, and and he had he went through some deep stuff. I mean, he was right next to me, and I'm talking just like whoa, it was dramatic. Uh, yeah, just the, just the the depths of what you know when when they throw up, they're just purging you know some deep emotional traumas and stuff like that. So so we ate we ate clean. And, um, you know, you go down there with intentions and, you know, one of my biggest intentions was I was adopted at, um, at birth. And when you're adopted, it's best, you know, during the process to, you're, you're born and then off you go and you never get to lay on your mother's chest because then the mother becomes attached and then they don't want to give up the kid. So, um, you know, so that's what happened to me. And I, I always felt like I was um, I had some type of a dista- detachment, and I had a hard time, like, really feeling deeply. And I actually thought maybe I was having a hard time um, trusting women because of this experience. So I just wanted to go there, and um, and uh, that was actually one of the first things that happened. But before I get to that, so we go there, and, you know, they they, they go through the ceremony stuff, and, and then they clear the room, and they're, they're smoking this stuff called mapacha, and, and they're blowing smoke and clearing the spirits, and... And um, the room's very dark, and I actually had an iPad, and we're all just laying in this big circle together on our pads and our little things to set up straight. And, and, um, and you know, it was just – they go around the room, and they do this thing where they clear the room of bad spirits and bad energy, and they do all this stuff. And then eventually uh, you go up, and they pour you, you know, a little cup, you know, half ounce, ounce, two ounces maybe of this um, – uh, of, of the ayahuasca. And you guys were asking earlier, and it's it's basically a plant vine, which they mix with another plant that allows the the DMT um, to um, actually 
you know, sustain itself for, you know, six, seven, eight hours, which it's, it's called the spirit molecule or the death molecule. Because when we die, that's when the DMT is released. It's the only time. And the cool thing is like our bodies actually produce it. Our liver produces it, our pineal gland. And, and um, DMT is found in every living substance. Every living creature, every living plant has DMT in it. But when we eat the stuff, our body naturally suppresses it. So by mixing these two vines, and we talked about this in episode 100, which I think was part two after Sam Tripoli's talk, that um, these indigenous people figured out a way to not let that get blocked so that you could actually experience that molecule for a sustained period of time and break through. And that, that death molecule supposedly or spirit molecule is, is there to allow you to clear out all the crap and all the rough stuff that's happened to you and allow you to have a nice journey back to, you know, Back to the one, the God, you know, he, she, or it, whatever you want to call it, whatever your religion is. And, um, man, you get to experience that stuff for a long time, and it's, uh, it's super cool. It was super cool. So <clears throat> what, what are you experiencing, though? What are you feeling physically? What are you thinking mentally? You know, paint a picture for us. And, so did, and did you I, have any, any experience with psychedelics prior to this going into it? Not really. I mean, I took a little bit of mushrooms one time and then went dancing, but, you know, I think I was stoned too, and I can't remember. <laughs> okay. so, but it, it didn't really, not, not much. And then I took them another time and got a headache. So I, I had okay. really no experience with psychedelics. And um, so the first night, I mean, I took the medicine, and after I, you know, we drink it, I'm just like, and it kind of smells like smoky hickory stuff. So I kind of liked it. And a lot of people were like, you like the taste? Well, wait till you throw up. You don't like it anymore. And, and so. I took it, and then I was just like – I started like deep meditation. I was like doing breath work because I was waiting for something to just like grab me by the back of the neck and just hit me, you know. And after about 45 minutes of this deep breathing, I'm like, shit, nothing's happening. So I just kind of relaxed, and everybody else was kind of relaxed, and nobody was really into it yet. And then I found out that it was like it takes about an hour and a half or two hours to kick in. Okay. So I just relaxed. I'm sitting there doing my thing, and you know, you're in the darkness, and, and um, all of a sudden I um, – I kind of felt like my body got warm, my whole body, my arms, my chest, and, and my head got kind of warm, and I was just sitting there meditating, and I saw, you know, a little bit of some faces, and then I saw some, like, geometric patterns, but it was very faint, it was kind of come and go, just different than you would normally get when you close your eyes and see shit, right? And, uh, and then I went back, and you can go back for a second helping, and I went back and got a second helping, and it was kind of more of the same, and, um... In one way, I was a little disappointed because I really nothing really happened. Um, but then I talked to the shaman the next day, and she's like, "Oh well, the medicine typically, when it, which is possible in most cases for somebody new, it's just going to go in the first night, and kind of assess your body and assess your spirit, and kind of find out where the work needs to be happening. That's why they always do two nights, not just one." So I was like, "Okay." So I was really hopeful to get this, you know, life-changing experience that I you know, paid for, took time out of my life to go do. And, you know, I wanted to heal myself of these past, some of these past traumas and stuff that I thought might be hanging around. And, um, so second night, um, we, we, we go back in and I take the stuff and yeah, this time two hours goes by and nothing, no warm body, no, no experience, no geometric patterns. I didn't see nothing. I'm just like, geez, man, this is probably not going to happen for me, but quit worrying about expectations. Just be in the moment. Went back for my second dose, took it, and then I don't know, it was probably like a half an hour or so, and then, boom, you know, all of a sudden, um, and I think it came when she started playing the drums, which is really cool. So these shamans were just awesome. They would sing, and they would play drums, and they were playing guitar, and it, it really – they were saying when you play the music, it actually helps to move the medicine through you. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of wonky, you know, I, kind of hard to believe. And, but let me tell you what. They were spot on, and uh, that's what happened. She started playing the drums, and all of a sudden I just – I sat down. I laid on my side, and I curled up into the fetal position, and then all of a sudden I shit just started happening. I started seeing like colors like crazy and purple shit, and all of a sudden I realized that I could – I was back in the womb. And, um, and my, and my legs, and my legs started moving, my legs started moving. They just started moving and moving and they weren't, they wouldn't stop. And then I was like, am I doing this? And then I was like, I'd make a conscious effort to stop my legs. And then I'd sit there and watch it. And all of a sudden they just kick back in and start moving again. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And I make a conscious effort to stop my legs from moving again. And then boom, they kick back in. So I'm like, okay, well, it's not me. It's just the medicine working. So I'll just let it go. And I forgot about that. 
and my legs are moving the whole time. I'm on my side, and I'm seeing all these brilliant colors. I saw a lot of purple and just sparkly shit, and just like uh, it was just like very vivid stuff, and and um, and I just felt like yeah, I was like back in the womb, and everything was okay, and um, and so that was part one of that thing. So I felt really good about you know being a baby and being in the womb. Well, later on, uh, the shaman came over and she took that mupacho, which is like the smoky stuff, and they smoke it and then they, they like blow smoke down your neck and they blow it on your hip and they do this stuff. And when she came up to me, um, I was joking around. I said, okay, you know, I said something like, okay, like let's let's light this thing up and let's. Oh, I said, no, I know, I said, I said, okay, it's time to smoke me out, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> She starts blowing the smoke on me, and then all of a sudden I just uh, I just freaking gave her a hug, and then all of a sudden I just kind of laid down and put my head on her breast, and I just laid there, and all of a sudden I was with my mom, and it was like it was it was the moment that I was I was looking for. It was like my mom was there, and she got to hold me, and it was and it was good because I have a good relationship with my biological mom now, and um, but. Uh, it just healed that part of me, and it was really, really freaking like magical and awesome. And so that was like one of the big things. And I really focused on this. So I mean, I had a really big intention on this, but I didn't have it with expectation. I just wanted to let it happen, and that's exactly what happened. So, um, so I did that, and um, that's heavy, and that was, that's heavy, significant stuff, dude. Yeah, dude. It was like, and it was like I was there. Okay, yeah. I was in the womb. I was laying on my mother's breast, and there was like no question. Like it was like time, time, space, reality. I was like boom. I was just right there in the moment, and um, and it was really, really, really cool. And then I just had like tears like streaming down my face, and you know this this just happened on like Saturday. So I mean today's yeah, Monday. So wow. And this medicine continues to work through you for days, weeks, and maybe even months. Um, if you don't, you know, go back and start eating crappy and doing all this stuff. So, right. so my, my body's moving the whole time. And like, if I was setting up, then my, you know, like in, you know, like in a, my, my knees were bouncing up and down. And if I was laying down flat, my feet were wiggling back and forth. I just, dude, I was like, what's well, inter hours. It's interesting. You said the, the fetal, like you laying down in the fetals, what started this kind of fetal moment of you going into the mom's womb. So it's interesting that that particular body position is what kind of started it. Yeah. And then, and I'm telling you, it's the, the drums and the drums. I had this, this wonderful experience. And when they play these musics, um, they don't just play like a three minute song. I mean, it can go on for 10, 15 minutes. So you, you really enjoy it. When the, when the, when the drums were done, I remember thinking to myself to yell out more drums. Cause I didn't want it to end. I was just like more, you know, and I didn't say anything. And that happened like three times. And then finally later that night, I was just like, more drums. I yelled it out. And like everybody started laughing in the group. <laughs> and then she came back and she actually started playing the drums again. I don't know if that was intentional or because I requested it. And um, she sang this song. And then, and then she, I don't know, she got this idea. And then she went over to the guy next to me. And she's like, she said his name. She's like, you know, Jonathan. And, you know, boom, 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 hitting the drums. And. Uh, you know, I love, we love Jonathan or something like that. I can't remember the chant, but it was about Jonathan is love and Jonathan is love and over and over and over again. And we all, and then the whole group just started singing in unison. And then, and then she walked over to me and she's like, Tim is love, Tim is love. And just kept hitting the drums and the whole group is singing. And then I'm, and then to Rebecca is love and just went around the whole circle and everybody was singing the entire time. Uh, I'll tell you what, dude, it was guys, it was just like, it was amazing. Like some of the stuff that was going on. Those were some, just a couple of the highlights. Um, I remember also, um, like I was just part of this fantastic light show, and the, remember the lights were just like streaming and sparkling, and I, I just can't even explain it. But one thing that was really cool was she was playing guitar, and I started traveling through space. So there was like different sections of it. Like I would like I had that fetal moment, and then I came out of it, and I'd set up, and I'd be conscious, and I'd be the observer, and I'm looking around, and I'm. And I'm, you know, my girlfriend was just crying deeply and she was going through this emotional stuff. And the guy next to me the night before, like he was puking his guts out. Now he was just sleeping, it looked like. But he would talk and you could hear him laugh a little bit. And then, you know, girl over in the other corner, she was puking her guts out. And this other dude was like puking his guts out. And um, 
and I was observing, and like this other dude, all of a sudden he stood up and he was just standing there, and he was kind of marching and stuff. And it's like, what is going? On? Then I see the shaman on the other side, and I, through the darkness, she's lighting up her mapacho thing and doing the smoke deal on somebody else, and you can see this image. And I'm just looking around, going, this is freaking cool. And then the guy that was standing went to the, he walked to go to the bathroom, and I see him just kind of like kicking his legs a little bit, doing this little shuffle with his wrists and hands and elbows and like he was dancing a little bit and then he walked into the hallway and I couldn't see him but then I could see his shadow and then he just started dancing his ass off <laughs> in the in the hallway and I could see his shadow dancing so that was cool and then and then anyway so she starts playing this guitar and then I fall I, I, I and I'm like I, I think was I laying I, yeah I laid back down on my side and all of a sudden, I'm going through space. Like, I am in space. Like, I'm in the freaking Star Wars spaceship or something like that. And I'm going, and the stars are moving, and I'm just traveling through space. And then all of a sudden, I came to this, like, big, huge planet, and there was light hitting it on one edge. And I looked over in the left, and there was a, there was a big star that was shining on it. And, and they, you know, that went on for quite a while. And, um, and then I also saw, like, triangle spaceships like moving around and then I saw them like all lined up do, 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 like four or five or six of them they were all in a line just kind of just doing their thing and did it and, did uh, it feel dreamlike or did it feel like you were really there observing this no dude I was there like there's no question it was like <laughs> I was so there awesome, it was clear as a bell like it was palatable like yeah I was like I, there's like like you know when you watch like when somebody you know took you know goes up into the space and they show you the space views of earth and it looks really vivid and cool like on a big screen yeah it wasn't even like that it was like i was looking out the freaking window at the trees or some shit like that it was totally absolutely like i was there i was there so that was another thing and then i go back and i observe for a while and then um, again, um, then then all of a sudden a yellow notepad appeared in front of me, and then writing started happening on the notepad. And that was one thing that what I knew what that meant to me, which was I need to write more because I've got like all this information, all this experience in my coaching program with all these real people like us that have you know that I've helped through through trauma and through their gut detox and doing all this stuff, and I have all this information to give to people that's helping benefit my life and then my coaching students. So I'm I'm going to um, start writing more and, you know, it's like I've got – when I got back, I got a note from uh, two magazines like on my email w requesting me to write articles. It's like, what? Wow. You know, yeah, I mean just like trippy shit. And, um, and then in the song, she was like talking about me – or not talking about me, but I took it for me, which was about finding your power and stuff. And then I saw this like golden orb with like a rod sticking up out of it. And that like was like, I just saw it like really vivid. It was like, it symbolized power. And it was in this like, I don't know, like marble white cathedral type structure building. And I'm like, shit, there's my power. And I'm like, you know, my power is to get this message out. And sometimes, like I was saying, you through, through business and life, you kind of get worn down sometimes. It's like, no, I need to embrace that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back, and I'm going to just take my message out to the world and for those people that are ready to receive it. And I just got completely empowered about what I'm going to do again and keep doing what I'm doing. And So that was really cool. And, um, you know, another thing that was really awesome was, you know, when I go into the observance mode, I just set up for a while. And I'm looking around, and I've seen all these people doing different things, you know, crying and standing and dancing and throwing up and all this stuff and laughing and giggling. And one gal just broke out and started singing, and she sang this beautiful thing that I never heard before, this beautiful song. And I just realized that we are all very, very unique, and we all have really unique abilities, and we should be celebrating these abilities that we each have should be celebrated, they should be embraced, and they should be enjoyed by all, and, and that we're, we're all just gifts. We are all complete gifts on this planet. And uh, so that was a cool thing. Um, man, there's just so much to talk about. Um, then they brought these chimes out. Like, you hold them in your hands, and it was like, I never heard chimes like this before, but each, each one of them sounded like 10,000 chimes in each hand, and they'd come up and wiggle them, and it was just like magical chimes, and and I remember when those chimes came out and um, the, the other shaman started singing this song and I just started giggling. I was on my side giggling as she was going around to the other people and, you know, people were throwing up and I'm like, <laughs> you know, laughing at it. And 
it just it's completely giggling like a little kid and um people are crying and i hear it and i'm like i'm laughing at that too and i'm just like i'm understanding that the, they're going through a process and i was so blissful and so happy for them to go through that process and then she came over to me with the chimes so i set up and i literally felt like i was a little kid again 10x just sitting there with complete it was it was like you're three, four years old and, and Santa comes up to you and, and just hands you your the present you've always wanted and I was just sitting there smiling and tears are just I'm just, I'm just blissful like beyond I can't even explain it and just tears are pouring down my face and pouring down my face and she's got these chimes going and and it was like super intense and cool and and um and then in another moment I noticed that my girlfriend was uh, really going through some deep shit and I was like I just I didn't know if I was supposed to do it or not, but I I, walked, I crawled over to her and I just started rubbing her head and rubbing her back and I knew she was like uh, going through something really deep and um, so I wanted to go over and support her and then the shaman kind of came over because she was taking care of some other people and she kind of took over and I went back to my spot and no words were said, it's just she showed up and I just kind of passed the torch over to her and went back to my space and, and laid back down and... Um, yeah, it was all cool, and I don't know. Just the the singing together was another thing that was just, just like there was like just complete love in the room, and there was just no limitations, and people were just releasing shit and 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 coming together in unison. And um, you know, I didn't I didn't even know most of these people when I got there, but when I left, it was like super bonded. You know, just, especially some of them, I was like super bonded to, and even the ones I didn't really even spend a lot of time talking with, I just felt close to them. I mean, so, we all. It was crazy. So, awesome. so the so the backside of this, when it starts to wear off, is there any withdraw, any negativity, any of that? No, no. In fact, um, like when this the ceremony was closed, and then you know it's like two, three in the morning, and then we go into the kitchen and we eat fruit, and they make some bread and some stuff like that, some toast to kind of get some food in people's belly. And, and um, I don't, I don't even eat bread, but I ate some bread. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was like, hey, what the hell? And um, we eat a lot of fruit. And we just kind of hang out and talk and share a little bit and then and then go to bed. But there's no downside at all. And um, I don't I think, well, you're not supposed to do this, but um, you're not you're not like supposed to have sex on ayahuasca. But on the second night, my girlfriend and I did. Let me tell you what. <laughs> that was freaking radical. It was it was unbelievable. It was, it was just like, it was, it was amazing. She was just like this playful, just little creature. And I was just like so happy and we just like melted together. And it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was completely awesome. So yeah, it was quite an experience. That's pretty amazing stuff, dude. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. doesn't sound like there was any downside to it at all. No, no. I mean, the only downside, I, well, it depends on how you look at it, right? For me, the first night was like, sitting around for six, seven hours and just wondering, you know, what the hell is going on. So for the new people doing this, just to, you know, anticipate that first night you might not experience anything. So was everybody else in the room the first night going through this stuff and you weren't? No, there was me and I think two other people that was first night. The other eight had done it before. So it was hitting them and not you guys. No, actually, the the one gal next to me, um, the first night, she, first time she had it, she completely had. I mean, she was crying so much and release, releasing such deep stuff. Um, she had come from uh, a very conservative uh, Christian background, and um, and uh, you know she was she was gay, and and she had a she got to release all that shit. And I remember her and her talk to the shaman. She's like. I'm so tired. I just I don't want to cry anymore. And she laid her down and consoled her and comforted her and got her just to rest a little bit. And so she blasted off the first night too. I didn't, but but she did. So it can happen, you know. Okay. It's just unexpected. Uh, well, not unexpected, but I, I just didn't know what to go into it. So that's right. that's what that's what I learned. Well, that little chunk on Netflix, I think we talked about in that last episode of episode 100, where I think it was Chelsea Handler went in that first night and didn't feel anything while her friends were kind of losing their mind but then the second night she definitely felt it so that's interesting that you know maybe the first night like you said it gauges you it feels you you know feels you out 
and then the second night gives you the humdinger. Yeah. Oh, and the and probably the most one of the most important things is that she was singing this song about plants, and then it just like hit me like with a wave of like plants heal, like we are connected to the plants. And for everybody listening, this is such an important message that you can big takeaway for you is that like we are one with these plants, and there's substances in in these plants, just in broccoli and in cucumbers and in sprouts and any veg- vegetable and herbs like basil and these types of stuff. I mean, they take basil and they squeeze it and they make essential oils out of it. That it's antimicrobial, right? Very powerful stuff. Antiviral, all these things. And like we're suffering so much as a nation right now with our health, and it's because we are disconnected from plants. Plants heal. There's no question. If you're suffering with your health, you just got to get plugged back into nature and get plugged back into these plants. I'm not saying to stop eating meat. I'm just saying up your plant intake big time and get the freshest plants you can. Start there and um, and let them just work their medicine through you. Like Hippocrates said, the father you know, medicine. Let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy food. Well, the, the, the medicine's the plants, and plants heal. Plants freaking heal people. There's er- herbs, you know, and homeopathy, all these things. It's just plants heal. That's that's the hopefully the big takeaway for this ayahuasca experience that I can share with people because it's something they can they're in control of and they can make that happen. And if you don't have it in your local area, you can order the stuff now and they'll ship it to you through the internet. So, you know, and this leads me to you know we don't want to keep you too long because I know you got other stuff to do. But uh, today I recorded a video and I talked about all my years of training uh, teaching kids martial arts and a lot of parents brought their kids to me they were on you know psychotropic drugs antidepressants you know all these kids with ADHD and autism symptoms and and there were a lot of these boys over the years and you know this was a couple decades ago um, when I started teaching kids and um, so they've been giving these kids these these drugs for a long time and what I recognized back then was that when these kids get older and they're off of mom and dad's insurance policy and they can't afford these, these drugs that um, have been basically affecting their minds and, and numbing their minds uh, while they've been developing as youngsters and as teenagers that, you know, they, they potentially could be ticking time bombs. And, and, you know, it's a fact we know uh, well over 90% of the, of the big mass shootings uh, those perpetrators of those shootings were raised on these prescription drugs. And, you know, this is where we get to, you know, the plants heal and, and talking about I, a lot of people really responded positively to this and saying, wow, man, finally somebody's saying it. And, you know, the, I've had a lot of parents when, when I went through the, the gluten allergy stuff and I got off gluten and my mind cleared up and, and my body was healing. I didn't have arthritis anymore all of a sudden. Um, that, you know, people were saying to me, that's when I learned from a lot of people, uh, people who were parents said, we took our kids off of processed foods and their, um, you know, their ADHD symptoms went away, their autism went away, things like that. And so I'm just stressing to them, one, you know, start feeding your kids organic, organic vegetables and fruits and, and try and stay with, you know, clean grass fed beef. If, if you're, you know, meat eaters and things like that. And, I mean, it's a perfect moment for people to understand what your products do for people, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we put together. We put together a – it's just like a clinic in your house basically. So we we packaged together different um, herbs from around the world to – you know, some of them will gently detox the gut, clean the gut out and the organ systems. The, the, you know, these are the driving force of your body, driving engine is your digestive tract. Right. It's got to be clean so you can get good nutrient uptake. Um, another product was originally developed for the military, uh, Critical Cleanse. That one purifies the blood, the fat, and the muscle tissue of toxins that have accumulated, like you know, merc- heavy metals, mercury, cadmium, lead. You know, look at look at like in these schools. I mean, in schools, there's the kids are getting lead poisoning, right? Right. Uh, from paint, it's still around, and and then the piping is disgusting. Like stuff they're getting from the drinking water in the schools. It's like uh, water is sacred, and it should be pure. It should be pure and purified nowadays. And um, 
Yeah, and then you know, and then our green formula, which is the nutrition, that's the one that you know replaces the 85% of the nutrients that have been farmed out of our soil today. And we just package that stuff up, and we can ship it to people, and they can get they get their own little healing kits going, right? Right. Um, the probiotics are spore based, so they don't die in the stomach acid. We also put the prebiotics in with them, so that they can feed them and recolonize that gut, especially with children that are. Um, and and again. I'm not a doctor. Always consult with a physician before you administer anything new, foods, anything, diet, or herb supplements like that to any children or yourself. But um, you know, um, the, like the probiotics are really important because that's that's that good gut bacteria, and that really helps with the mental because you got the gut brain connection. A lot of people have, you know, experienced so much mental clarity. And like I work, I'm writing an article right now. I just started busting this out on um, PTSD for veterans. Okay. And it's the same thing. I mean, these veterans are polluted with toxins. Their gut's yeah. jacked up. It's all plugged up with a bunch of crap in it. And it's the same thing with the kids and all of us. We just got to sweep the gut out, get the organ systems clean, clean the blood, daily detox, daily, 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 because we're every day we're bringing in. We live in a fishbowl of pollution now. And, you know, just look around. And, and for people, I always say, if you don't trust me, just type in umbilical cord and chemical, and you can go back to 2005 and see all the articles showing that every single child being born today has well over 250 man-made chemicals in the bloodstream when they're born. And over 180 of those cause cancer. And 200 and some cause developmental and, and develop, uh, brain disorders and all these problems, which you were leading to, to like these mass shootings. So we are born polluted. So if we know this, you know, common sense and using our adult mind is like, I need to get clean. I need to clean myself because you can't see it. And that's why nobody's really paying attention right. to it because it's the no seams, right? Yeah. So that's what the products do. It's just basically a kit, you know, and we have, you know, different bundles that they can go check out on your guys's page. I think we set it up for you. It's, it's chemicalfreebody.com forward slash farmer detox, farmer detox. They have to put that in so they can go to the right page. And then we have a discount code for you guys. It's uh, farmer. Just punch it in. You save five percent on your first order. So, these products are designed as tools to help people get their health back, so they can have better mental clarity, more energy. People just don't realize how good they can feel until they've went through the process and they've detoxed and they're starting to put some good fuel in their body. And um, and you'll eat a lot less too because once you get clean and you're getting nourished, you don't need to eat as much. So your grocery bill drops. So that lowers the investment. And, or, um, you know, bridging the a, gap of people even caring. Because like you said, another time when people only start caring is when something bad has been diagnosed. And it's, you know, we're very apt to call in the bomb squad after the bomb's already gone off. So this is that kind of proactive right. health care. So you're not yeah. popping all these pills as we get older. Right. And then, you know, then you go into the medical model, which we know is broken in most cases. Not all cases, right? You know, emergency room techs and doctors, sure. fantastic. But to be on pills for a year or five years or 10 years or 20 years, I mean, after a while, it's like, how I want to heal. I don't want to be on this stuff. And a lot of people don't realize this, that pharmaceutical drugs are synthetic derivatives of plants. That's it. Right. So they take, they take, you, you have a plant and it's full spectrum and it has all these nutrients and all these cofactors and this full spectrum. And they, they all come together and they work like a symphony. And what, uh, what a pharmaceutical company will do in some cases, well, they'll, they'll take out one constituent and they'll isolate it. And then they synthesize it in a lab and then they patent it. And they mark it up a lot, and they make a bunch of profit on it, <laughs> yeah. and you get an effect, right? But it's like what I was explaining. That's like a, somebody playing a rock guitar that's never played the guitar before, and the, the amps turned up really loud, and they're just making a bunch of noise. That's how the body feels when an isolated nutrient, a, synthesis, a synthetic isolated nutrient comes in the body. Whereas if you get it directly from the plant, it comes in like a, a symphony orchestra, the woodwinds and the, and the horns and the strings, and they all come in together, and they work together in, in harmony. And... A perfect example is just aspirin. Everybody can relate to that. I mean, who hasn't had aspirin for a headache? Aspirin comes from white willow bark. So you can just go to your store and get white willow bark and get the same effects mm. as far as pain relief with white willow bark without the, the detriment. I mean, aspirin's dangerous. It's a very dangerous product. And But massive corporations have been built around that because a lot of people are experiencing pain because – you know, they, their, their health's not there. So, right. you know, dig deeper and you'll find that it always goes back to the plants. That's why I was saying earlier, plants heal. They heal. But with that being said, you have to be careful too because herbal med herbal medicine is herbal medicine. And, you know, I talked to a doctor um, one time and he said he was a master herbalist. 
um, not my formulator, Dr. Treadway, but a different doctor. And he said, I was young whippersnapper and I learned all this stuff. And he goes, man, I helped eight out of 10 people. And he goes, did you hear what I just said? He goes, I helped eight out of 10 people. And um, we were thinking, well, what happened to the other two? <laughs> you know? And he said, one of them, it did nothing. But one of them, it backfired. So you have to be careful because it is powerful medicine. Right. So it's always good before you do these things to consult your physician and talk to a physician actually understands herbs. Maybe consult with a couple naturopaths or three or four of them or five of them or ten of them. I mean, this is your health we're talking about here. You just don't go walk up to the first Joe and say, yeah, I'll take this and go with it, right? The doctor needs to resonate with you. They should be very healthy themselves because if they can't walk the walk, how can they tell you what the hell to do? I mean, they literally need to have healthy skin and, and you know, and exercise and do all these things. And then that's the type of person that I would want to work with. If they're not healthy, I ain't working with them because they, if they can't do it for themselves, why would I listen to them? They're probably just regurgitating something out of a textbook. Right. It's kind of like the overweight personal trainer, right? <laughs> yeah, or the blind ophthalmologist. <laughs> you want well, that guy working on your eyes? He can't even see. Yeah, so I, th I think it's really important to get the message out, you know, and, and I've seen what, you know, these drugs can do. Uh, it's 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 scary because there's millions and millions. I mean, just just this st statistic alone is scary enough. There's over a million children in the United States under the age of six that are on antidepressants already. Yeah, over a million kids. And now imagine the millions and millions above that age that could be helped by, you know eating organic foods instead of processed foods, which yeah. would first take care of a lot of the issues, and then they wouldn't ever have to be on these antidepressants to yeah. begin with. So go natural, man. And, yeah. and as you said, let, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food, and let's heal a bunch of people and, and uh, do what we're supposed to do. Yeah, and for the parents listening, please don't be defeated or feel guilty. You're just part of a broken system. Um, education is right. really where it's at and then taking action and learning and you just have to educate yourself and it's really simple I mean it's not really difficult but you know one thing that flipped me out was when I you know there's a ton of kids like you mentioned ADHD earlier right, right. lots of kids on that they put them on Ritalin a lot of people have heard of that yeah. did you know what Ritalin is it's freaking cocaine it's well meth basically yeah we have a lot of kids on yeah we have a lot of kids on cocaine or meth because but it's in a pill form and a doctor gave it to you so it's okay and, you know, it's just like there's so many better options, just a healthy diet, daily detoxing, drinking lots of purified water, teaching your kids to chew their food really well, um, avoiding liquids with meals will change your life and take you from fermentation to digestion. There's so many things, these little basic little things, but people aren't, they don't know about them. Like I didn't know about them. And that's why I was fat and I had gut issues and my blood was coming out in my stools and I was overweight and skin issues and tired, wasn't sleeping well. It was because I was manifesting disease from a poor diet and a poor lifestyle. That's what it was. So even, even though, as you say, water and fruits and vegetables are absolutely essential, the quality of those have to be, people have to up their education on that as well because of herbicides and things that are sprayed and the water being tainted by this and this chemical. You know, there's, yes. there's GMO stuff out there. So even though it is pricey, I know it's cheaper to buy, you know, six or seven Happy Meals than it is to buy a couple, you know, pounds of beets, unfortunately. But, I mean, we do have to start making better choices with how we consume our food and stuff. So I mean, and I know grow your hard. own food or grow your I mean, own. Absolutely. A lot of people, I, I have a big garden out in my backyard. I know people can grow it out of pots. You can grow it in your house, in your yep. uh, condominium, on your, on your uh, deck, you know, wherever you have to. Sprouts. In I mean, that's, yeah. I've been growing sprouts for nine years, 365 days a year. I got trays of sprouts just pumping out. And I, I just harvest them and eat them. I'm eating living foods like, like a wild creature. You see those wild creatures, how fast they are and how much muscle and just energetic and stuff like that. You put yourself, put some, add some living foods into your diet. And if you don't want to grow them in the beginning, I get it because a lot of people are like, I don't want to grow anything. Just go to your local store and buy sprouts. And if they don't have them, request them and say, look, when, when can you deliver them? Every Tuesday? Okay, I'll be in here. I'll buy a bunch of them. And you can eat tons of them because like you buy one bag and people are like, oh, that's a lot of sprouts. No, it's not. When you chew it up, it's hardly anything. It's, it's mostly air. So, um, in between the sprouts and stuff like that. But they, you know, they kind of get spongy looking. So just eat a ton of sprouts. I mean, that's, that's living food and purify your water. Like Jeffrey was saying, you know, you can go to your local grocery stores now and find them where they have at least single purification where it's reverse osmosis or distillation or deionization. And at least it's 90% pure. 
and that is usually somewhere between 25 cents to 44 cents a gallon. You know, if you really love yourself, and that's what it really boils down to, is you have to get to a point where you say, look, I freaking love myself, and I'm not going to be subject to this pollution. At least do it for your kids because you love your kids and your wife or your family or, or yeah. your husband and kids or whatever. Yeah. And some people have to start there because, like me, I, I, didn't, I didn't love myself, and I've been working on that really hard, and now I do. I love myself so much right now. I mean, I'm, I'm madly in love with myself. In fact, it was during, it was during the ayahuasca ceremony. I kind of bent over, and I had my hand like, behind me. And I was like rubbing my own head and I was like, oh my God, I'm like taking care of myself and I'm, I'm, I'm comforting myself because I was sitting there crying. I mean, I literally was, didn't realize what was happening. Then I, when I realized I was like, wow. So that self-love is really important. But for me, like I changed my lifestyle, my diet and everything because my friend had cancer and he had to because his back was against the wall. But it started with him, but then it, it always ends up with you and you really have to make that commitment to yourself. So start with your kids, start with your wife or your husband, do it for them first. But eventually you're gonna to have to find a way to love yourself to keep it going and sustain it. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're literally setting an example for your kids to do the same. True. And that's where it's at. Beautiful. Without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Well, we're gonna let you slide, my brother. I, I can't tell you enough, but I really appreciate that very open and transparent uh, retrospective on your experience, man. I was. I was obviously hoping for the best for you, but I mean, obviously the best is, you know, really what happened. That's really cool, man. That's you know, obviously yeah. very transformative. Yeah. And I didn't puke and there was no code Browns. <laughs> yeah. You went through it like a trooper, dude. That's, that's definitely a, a good first impression. Of so that. what is, yeah. What is, what is the ayahuasca trip kit? Is that like, uh, you get your own personal bucket and a, a bottle of water and a towel yeah, you have you have napkins, you know, the big paper towels, and you get your own little bucket, and um, you know, it's like a plastic empty ice cream bucket, probably not the best example, but um, you know, with a little handle on it and stuff, and um, you have a, a pad that you lay on, and you have a big pillow to set on uh, to, when you're setting up, and a backrest would be very important. So when you go, make sure you get one of those back jacks. Um, depending on where you're at, you might not have a place to set up, and you're going to be setting up for a long time, right? So um, especially in the first two hours because I said, can I lay down? She said, not for the first two hours. You really need to let the medicine just kind of work its way through the intestinal tract, and it's best if you're upright. So, you know, most people have never meditated at all, let alone set up for two, two hours and sit there and do it. So get a back jack. Um, you know, if you want to have a towel, I guess. Nobody really had towels, but there was paper napkins and a little bottle of water, but it's, it's, it's supposed to be not – you're not really supposed to drink water until later, like if you had a major – you know, release and you were crying and crying and crying and crying and crying, and they'll give you some water and maybe put a little salt in it. So when I read the teach, when I read the teachings of Don Juan by Carlos Castaneda, uh, they didn't want you to drink water during a peyote trip either, because many times it would turn into a bad experience because of the water, which is, which is pretty bizarre. One of the guys that drank water saw a dog and w the water that he drank was squirting out of the end of every hair on the dog and he was <laughs> he was losing his mind so maybe that's maybe that's a similar type situation yeah. like that yeah and it also dilutes the medicine that's what she said so it okay can dilute the medicine you don't want to do that okay awesome yeah. well this has been very informative sir and and people again can go to uh the the uh, chemicalfreebody.com forward slash farmer detox and their discount code is the word farmer when they're on the website. So uh, for, for all you folks that want to clean out your bodies and get healthy, man, uh, do, it, do it for your wife, for yourself, um, and change your, change your family's life. You know, get after it. Without a doubt. Tim, thank you, my brother. Appreciate your time as always. You guys are more than welcome, and I was very happy to share, and I, I just hope that, you know, I'm, I'm here because if there's one person out there that I can help, it was totally worth my time, and um, I enjoyed sharing. Well, we always get awesome comments and feedback when you're on, man. Your, your story of, you know, the type of health transformation really does resonate with a lot of our listeners, so hopefully this story of ayahuasca and expanding one's consciousness also resonates, ladies and gentlemen, so. Yeah, and I got to say one thing is, like, I do my best as the owner of the company to personally call all new clients that purchase um i try to get to all of them now we're getting more and more but um i've talked to a lot of the farmers um that have listened to you guys on the conspiracy farm and um, been doing this for you know a while now and you know they are getting results 
They are freaking getting results, and they're telling other people. And a lot of great military people and law enforcement people are, are listening to this channel. And this is awesome. A lot of, um, you know, a lot of athletes. I mean, I just talked. I called up a guy, and he was a, um, a retired military intelligence officer, and he is now starting a health coaching company to certify health coaches and pet coaches. Okay. And he it was all inspired through coming through Conspiracy Farm, getting on our products, changing awesome. his life, helping his wife. Um, another guy was a assistant uh, college basketball coach. He just got on the products. I mean, I, I, I've I've, t I've talked to tons of farmers out there and what they're doing with the products and 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 changing their lives and losing weight and you know you know getting their mental clarity back and getting rid of you know PTSD and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's really awesome. I love helping military and uh, you know law enforcement and just people awesome. suffering. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you Thank very you. much, Tim. Thank you. Thank you guys for having giving me a, vo a voice for that. Absolutely. Jeff, go ahead and close us out, buddy. Yeah, man. As always, thank you to Chemical Free Body CEO Tim James. Thank you to the champ. Peace and so much lazy. Peace and so much love, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. There will always be more. Okay. Well, wow. What a what a journey. The story uh, to me is amazing. It's amazing. Even though I was in it, I um, I it just blows my mind. I hope that you guys really enjoyed that, and I hope that you take away something from it, whether it's you know, that you're going to get deeper into your meditation practice and start working towards, um, you know, your connection to yourself, God, he, shit, whatever you want to call it. Um, whether you've decided, wow, I want to do ayahuasca, or maybe I'm going to look into other psychedelics like mushrooms and that kind of stuff. And not, not being so scared about it, you know, or weird, weirded out about it just because it's different and new. But to go and explore for yourself, do your homework um, and try these things out. Again, you have to get first-person experience, otherwise you don't know. You just don't know, and that's the most important thing. And if I would have bought into my fear, I would have missed out on one probably one of the most important things that, that ever happened to me and experiences that I, I, I still carry with me today. And um, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, I'm excited to go back and do it again when the timing's right, um, and I'm going to do it. And I'm really, really thrilled and excited and uh, oh, and one thing I was going to say earlier was uh, about the diet and stuff, because you're actually going to get a certain diet that they want you to have on, like no sugars, no fermented foods and all this stuff. So the, the lifestyle was actually in the diet was like easy for me because my lifestyle pretty much is that. I mean, I do have some sugar from time to time and like certain things, like there's these little chocolate things I have that have like some maple syrup in it from time to time. But I just eliminated that, no big deal. But probably the hardest, not the hardest, but the one thing that I eat a lot of is fermented like raw kimchi and sauerkraut. So I didn't, you know, I took those out of the diet. I put them on my salads when I was getting ready for ayahuasca. And I think that's one of the reasons I had such a clean, good experience was because my body was clean and good. I've been working on my body so long. And a lot of the other people that were there, they were a lot of them were really unhealthy and they seemed to really struggle through it. And I don't know, that could have been it. Maybe it was a combination of that. Um, I do believe that the vehicle, if it's taken care of better, it's going to enhance the experience no matter what you're doing. Um, not to say or take away from maybe they had a lot of traumatic emotional stuff and traumas from their childhood, which a lot of them shared with me, which they did. But I just think no matter what, guys, when you take care of your body, it's a gift. Man, your body, creation does not make mistakes. And if you want to honor creation, you really need to honor your body. So this show is all about, um, it's all about you. It's about the working class, uh, people like me that um, may be stuck in the mud uh, like I was with your health, you're overweight, you know, you, you don't feel good, your energy's down, you're on a bunch of pills and um, you got gut issues or you have skin issues like I had. I had eczema and some other skin issue on my shoulder, um, aches and pains. You know, you, you just want to have energy to play with your children when you come home and not have to stimulate yourself and drag yourself through the day and, you know, drag yourself out of bed. That's what this show is all about. It's just common sense solutions for working class people and inspiration to get you to the point where you learn and understand that you have to become your own doctor. You have to learn how to self-heal. You have to take responsibility for your health and you need to make your health a priority. So I hope that's what you get away from this show. Um, also, I would say, please, if you would, go. don't forget to go to Chemical Free Body and, and, and check out the swag store. I mean, we have this swag store now, so I guess I'm the one that's going to tell you about it. If you didn't know, it's under swag, and we got really cool stuff. And like the T-shirts, guys, um, I'm really excited about them because they're 100% uh, organic, and even the dyes are chemical-free, 
really cool, right? So when you put the shirt on, there's going to be no off-gassing into your, into your beautiful body that creation gave you. And so it's not going to knock back your immune system. So check that out. And um, other than that, I love you guys. Please keep, uh, um, if you like the episodes, um, just keep on coming back and listening and sharing the ones you like with your friends and family to make an impact. Um, I just had a gal the other day, and she told me she heard me on, uh, I was on Sam Tripoli's podcast. She came over and started listening to this one and actually started implementing things. She was like tremendous accident and traumatic brain injuries and all this stuff. And she started listening to me and some of these experts that came on and implementing some of the stuff and started getting better and better and better. And she actually went to the Hippocrates Health Institute and I actually talked to her about it and and she got so much better. She was actually working with Dr. Um, Amen, um, you know, that brain health dude, and um, which is not cheap. And after she got back from Hippocrates, he was like, oh my God, what happened to you? You look amazing. I've never seen anybody transform like this. She's like, oh, I went to Hippocrates. He wanted to connect with Hippocrates and she helped them connect. And there was another clinic that saw the same results in her and they wanted to connect with Hippocrates. So this living food, raw foods and, you know, nutrition and detoxing stuff, it works, guys. It works. There's proof. And then she went to Hippocrates and that led her to this guy. Uh, there's only like 300 of these practitioners. They work on a special adjustments on the base of your neck. And she said, I thought would have thought it was woo woo, but she goes, Tim, I had a breakthrough in my health from these micro adjustments to the point where she has her business in California and she's actually going to, and, and she's keeping that going, but she's moving full time to Florida to be close to this doctor to do these micro adjustments and also to get Rolfing to open up the Fosh until she's completely healed. And, and, and you're going to hear about her because once she gets completely healed, I'm going to interview her and she's going to be the female version of me. And she's and, or out there rocking and rolling at her level, maybe 10x what I'm doing. But she is excited because, um, you know, she actually died. She like literally died and she came back. So she feels like she's um, a woman on a mission. And um, those types of stories are coming in all all the time. And um, I'm very grateful for the people that are listening and taking the information and being able to change their lives and get their quality of life back. It means so much to me to know that there's people out there that were suffering and pain like I was and just the stuff that I figured out for me or for other people that I'm able to share with you is also working for other people and they're getting their lives back. And it's just so cool to me. So until next time, change yourself, change your world, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.